This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hi, everyone. Thank goodness it's the summer, right? I love these long, hot summer days. Actually, the summer solstice was just recently, and I did some yoga outside. It was very hippie, but really great. Um, Anyway, I hope all of you are enjoying your summer. There's so much more time now with the sun going down so late uh, to hang out with your friends and family. And on the podcast this week, I talked to Samantha Radford, who had tons of time to enjoy her four children during the pandemic, along with her husband, which was so great because he was working from home. She talks about moving from professorship life to life as a full-time mother and how with the pandemic, she really got to be with them. This PhD chemist and public health expert went from the lab to a blog. She focused years of research into learning and how chemical exposures affect both unborn babies and children, as well as how toxins and medications are passed through breast milk. She started the blog Evidence-Based Mommy to share her knowledge, and we met her through the jubilant sisterhood, because even this boss doctor of chemistry occasionally gets PMS. We talk all things about her blog, toxicology, and PMS, right after these messages. We have a special coupon just for you, our listeners of the podcast. You can get your first bottle of Jubilance for PMS for only $19.95 when you subscribe with the code WEEKLYWOMAN, no space. If you're ready to stop feeling anxious and irritable before your period, give it a try. Again, the code is WEEKLYWOMAN with no space for the promo code. And head over to jubilance.com and try it now. Thank you so much, Samantha. It's so exciting to have you on the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Um, I was just wondering too, like, where are you calling in from? So I have been in Pennsylvania since 2014. Originally, I'm from Georgia. So if you hear a little twang, that's where it comes from. Um, But I've been in Pennsylvania for a while now. Oh, amazing. Yeah, I love your accent. I was just thinking like, oh, it's so lovely. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thank you. I just have like the California like surfer bro kind of accent, um, which you can kind of hear. But uh, (laughs) where in Pennsylvania are you? So central, um, about an hour from State College. So. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. convenient. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. a great location. Can go anywhere from Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so can go to Pittsburgh or to, or to Philly. Philly's not too far. Pittsburgh's closer, but. Oh, okay. Oh, cool. And um, can you talk a little bit about what you've been up to in the pandemic? So luckily you're in suburbia and a little more isolated. Yeah, yeah honestly, everything worked out so well for me. So. I had started my blog, Evidence-Based Mommy, which I'm sure we'll talk about some, back in 2018, and I ended up leaving, So, and I'm, we'll talk about this too, but I ended up leaving um, teaching chemistry full-time at a local college. It turned out that my last semester was fall of 2019, so- Oh my gosh. I, got, I was so grateful, so I got done with that. My, my fourth child was born on January 3rd. So I was, you know, on maternity leave. So technically like that was my last semester, but I was on maternity leave. So I wasn't there. Um, And then everything happened, you know, so I was hearing about colleagues who were having to suddenly figure out how to do all their classes on Zoom, how to teach labs, you know, where, which is so hands-on, like, I guess in the kitchen. I mean, I don't know. I I can't even imagine. 
Right. And, you know, my husband, of course, he wasn't going to work anymore because the shutdown was just everything. So it was kind of like we were given like a month of parental leave for him. Like it was just beautiful. And then the next year when things were still, you know, pretty intense with all that, I just homeschooled my two daughters. So second grade and kindergarten were homeschooled. They're back to school now. Oh, good. But yeah, but it just, it worked out so well for me. And then, you know, I've been able to build my business during this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that's amazing. And that's so great that you were able to like be with your four children, which is so yes. lovely. And your husband <laughs> got to be around a lot more. Um, so that, I think that's something that my parents really loved. I mean, I'm in my thirties, but, uh, everyone, um, came home for a little bit. I have two other sisters and my parents were like, when are we going to get this time ever again? Right. Yeah. It was lovely. Um, so that was a special part, but, uh, other than that, I'm in New York right now. So it was, it was a little crazy. But oh yeah, I couldn't imagine. Yeah, but I I can't imagine like chemistry in the kitchen or the well, lab I mean, vinegar, part. baking soda. Like you know, you can make you make that kind of thing work. Yeah, so. but again, I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah, thank goodness. Yeah, that's yes. amazing. And you mentioned evidence based mommy. Can you talk a little bit about what that is? Yeah. So I was talking to a friend, you know, like like I said, I started back in 2018. Um, actually my yoga teacher, I was talking to her. I was like, I would love to be able to build a website, like to help moms to take this, you know, all this kind of science stuff that I've learned because I'm an environmental chemist, but specifically the, what kinds of chemicals are toxic to humans? How are we exposed to them? Especially how does it affect maternal health? How does it affect, you know, the um, health of the child, both before they're born and, you know, postnatal. So I would love to get this information out, like in a digestible way, you Mm -hmm. know, to the people who actually need it. And so I was like, I think I'm going to start this. And she's like, you should. So here we are. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. I, I think that is really helpful, especially like I was looking at your website and it's about like weeding out all of the information that we're given. There's so much on the internet of like, this will be bad. This will be bad. And so much conflicting information, but to have like you as a chemist, like telling us what, what is in this toy? What is in this, like this play couch? Um, what, what should we be using? What shouldn't we, I think is so useful and helpful. Thank you. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's exactly it. You know, that you've got one side and there's a lot of lobbies and in industry, you know, all that, that's just like, Oh, it's all fine. And they're mm-hmm. not going to tell you anything. And then you've got people who probably don't have the background necessarily, but if they hear like a big word that they can't pronounce immediately, like they freak out and figure it must be bad, Mm -hmm. you know? And so you've got these two extremes that neither of them are really founded in like the actual information that we have at the time. And so I'm trying to kind of, you know, give a more nuanced view, but also you don't have to have like a degree in chemistry to understand what I'm saying. Like, that's my goal, you know? Yeah. It did. It's, it all was very digestible, like easy to read as someone in like marketing and the arts. Oh, thanks. Um, that's, the goal. that's exactly what I want. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. 
That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. And so you started this in 2018 after you had been like percolating in your brain. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk a little bit more about like starting a website and building it up from there and being like a a woman with your own business? (laughs) Well, you know, it's funny because I tell people like I pretty much just Googled how to start a blog and I did. And that's not not what I recommend. (laughs) 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 There's there's so many great people, you know, just like we were talking about with good information and bad information with science, there's a whole lot of really great reputable people who've been blogging, you know, since like for 15 years and they really know all the ins and outs. And there's some that have had a blog for about six months and, you know, made a little bit of money and have decided that they can teach you how to blog now. (laughs) Um, So you've, you've got to watch out for that. Like, I feel like I got fortunate, like I found, you know, a lot of good sources um, but yeah, it's a whole new skill set. So the actual writing, you know, we were talking about this post, that's actually like one of the smallest parts of what I do, because there's so much other background huh. you know, things that you wouldn't even think of, like, you know, graphics that you create or creating courses or, you know, the podcast like this outreach, mm-hmm. um, there's, there's so much and there's so much to learn, but I love it. Mm-hmm. That Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Cause I imagine you're doing like SEO and you're trying to like mm-hmm. market it to get people to see it too. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So just the writing is like you said, such a small portion, but so important and what we want to read. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, you know, you mentioned that marketing degree, like you always hear people talk about like, oh, you should take business classes in college. And of course I was like, whatever. And now mm-hmm. I'm like, gosh, I wish I had some business because like, I mean, the business I know I've learned in the past three and a half years and here we are. Oh my gosh. I am the same way. So actually I studied art history and theater oh. and um, those are not what I'm using anymore at all, but I've just been taking classes over the past couple of years in like finance and marketing. Um, and now right. I work in marketing, but, um, right. but wouldn't that have been good? Yes, yes. Yes. But you know, at the same time, it's okay to even if your degree, you know, they say isn't like relevant or whatever. Because what I found, like, especially when I was still in academia and talking to professors and whatnot, we all have our own framework about like how we see the world. And it's really influenced by like the education path we choose. And so you can talk to a historian about the same subject as you're talking to like a religion major about it. And they come at it in such a different way. And then you put a chemist in there. And like, those were the most fun conversations to me was to talk to like all a bunch of different disciplines at once and, you know, see how they view things. 
Yeah. Oh, that's so interesting. And I imagine like with chemistry, you have such a different ideology of just like how to approach a blog. Like chemists aren't writing blogs necessarily, or like right. a, writing blogs about <laughs> this. Um, and so, uh, like, I'm very curious, like, how did you bring both your chemistry and your background in higher education? How do they kind of go into this evidence-based mommy? I mean, I've always enjoyed, I enjoyed the teaching side. So like I said, I went, I taught at a small school where, you know, like the biggest class I had was probably like 25 or something. So I really got a lot of interaction with the students, Mm. got to know them. And one of my favorite things when I started teaching more upper level, you know, like 300 level classes was to focus on their writing, like really helping them bridge because a lot of times as a writer, we forget that what is in our head is not what is in our audience's head. And mm-hmm. we, you know, you make this jump in logic that you don't build out. And so teaching students, like you need this transition here, you know, how does this sentence correlate to this next idea? And so I love doing that. Um, and so I've really had to, you know, hone those skills writing and doing the blogging and the way that I write for this is very different from how I would write, you know, for school, for writing a grant or for Mm -hmm. filling out, you know, report or whatever. Um, Even like you said with the SEO, like chopping things up into smaller paragraphs so that you don't have a huge wall of text on your Mm -hmm. phone that you get bored with. It's, it's interesting. Again, you know, always learning. Yeah. And, and you're certainly like creating this sort of writing that's more accessible to the everyday reader. It's not a, it's not a paper that you're putting in a journal um, now, but, but the language is all there even, and you're breaking down those, like those hard terms that we might just like turn away from um, (laughs) like in terror, but, um, but so we're able to like understand what's happening. And I still try to like us, especially if I'm doing something that's, you know, quote unquote, more sciencey, like I still try to go back to the literature and actually look up, you know, so I've got an article about, is it safe to use Zoloft while you're breastfeeding? And so like, I went back and I mean, that's what I did was analytical chemistry, you know, how much of this chemical gets into this thing, how much of this gets into breast milk, you know, once it goes through like the mother's whole system and all that. So like I was able to look up and, you know, these people were using HPLC, which is a method to um, measure something in breast milk, like the same kind of thing that I was using when I was in grad school. Hmm. So like, I can actually read that and digest it, you know, like you said, and then put it out there like, yes, this really is safe because there's such low levels, but I still link to that in case someone, you know, feels wild and crazy and wants to read. Yeah. They can. So, oh, that's so interesting and so helpful to have someone that can like give, (laughs) give the general public the evidence and like the want that they need. Um, And I think like something that I found, like, that I like really took away from your website and your blog was manage your emotions so you can manage everything else. Yes. Yeah. That's, I'm actually working right now to create a program all around that because, you know, if, if you've ever, anybody who's done any academia, there's a lot of hoops to jump. There's a lot of different roles to fill. You know, it's not just teaching those classes and coming back. I'm sure just like, you know, teaching elementary school or high school, like 
there's a lot more to it than being in the classroom. And so mm-hmm. I, when I first started teaching up here in Pennsylvania, we had moved up here is basically just me and my husband and my toddler. And then I got pregnant. So, you know, that second year it was me and my husband, my toddler and a newborn mm-hmm. and, you know, basically still new at teaching. And I remember telling someone that it's like, you remember how, sometimes in elementary school, you might've had a pencil that was like um, sharpened all the way up to where it was basically just the nub of the pencil and the eraser. And that was it. Like, that's how I felt was just so depleted, you know, and Mm -hmm. just so stressed and, you know, started going to therapy, Um, you know, started kind of figuring this out, getting tools to help. And actually my in-laws moved up. So my husband and I we're both only children. So his parents just came up. They couldn't stand being away from the kids. Oh, awesome. Yes. It's been such a huge help, but, but anyways, um, you know, I started figuring out like that being able to take a step back and think like, even though my toddler is hanging onto my leg screaming while I'm trying to cook dinner and the bigger kids begging me to watch her do yet another cartwheel. (laughs) And you just like, like that it's going to be okay. Like none of those mm-hmm. things are like emergencies. Like the house isn't on fire. Yeah. You know, it's, and that's so hard to do, especially in the moment. But if you can start being like, is this an emergency? No, no, it's not. You know, yeah. like I loved that you were finding not only ways to like, look at, look at children's toys and look at the chemistry behind that. Look at like breast, um, uh, look at like breastfeeding, but also your blog is also about managing mom's like emotional health, which I think is so important, which is what you're talking about. Right. And I mean, and there's a lot of literature out there, there ought to be more, but there's a lot out there, you know, too. So again, if I can, like, even though that wasn't like my field, I can still go back to, you know, psychology journals and behavioral development journals and that kind of thing and actually look and see, like what's the latest in that? Yeah. And I love sharing that. Oh, great. Yeah. And I mean, that's what, um, my company is all about too. Jubilance for PMS, which is, um, trying to help women with the emotional side during, um, that time of the month. Um, yeah, it's such a great combination again of like science and emotional health. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and you've been trying jubilance. Can you talk a little bit about that? Do you feel like you have enough of a study <laughs> behind you? Yeah, so, so I've, I've got almost two months in, I will say the first month I only, so before I've gotten to a point in my life where it feels like half of my month is like consumed by PMS. Like it felt mm-hmm. like from ovulation to, you know, like a day or two after I started, I was just, I is, it's a lot like that's your, that's too much. <laughs> That's Um, way too much PMS. (laughs) It is way too much PMS, especially when you do have four children and a business and the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, the first month I only had one day where I felt super duper high strung and it happened to be the day that my cycle started. Okay. But also my husband and I were going out of town. So we were packing and trying to get the kids together and like, there was a lot going on. So I'm like, that's legit to be stressed about. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> you know, so, and I feel like it's, it's been shorter this month too. So it's only been like a couple of days instead of, you know, the whole thing. So 
I'm looking forward to getting another oh, couple months under my belt, but yeah. Oh my gosh. Fingers <laughs> crossed that I know, thank you, you feel so much better with jubilance. Yes. Yes. I'm yeah. looking forward to yeah. So I think like oxaloacetate too, which is the main ingredient in it is also a scary word that turns people off immediately. It's like, Oh, <laughs> what is that? Is that oxalate? Like, no, no definitely not. not. <laughs> it's part of the Krebs cycle. Um, yeah. I was like, Oh man, I had to learn the Krebs cycle back in my junior year of college. I, re- <laughs> I was like, I remember this cycle. It's just a matter of that was not my favorite part. <laughs> so I'm glad it was somebody else's favorite part. Yeah, exactly. I know so long ago, I feel like you just like mentioned it and it's like, oh yeah, I remember that from the past <laughs> high school. So exactly. many years ago. <laughs> and I, it's funny, I was talking to someone and telling them about it and I had to like, look it up and spell it out. And she's like, that's too many vowels. That just makes me angry to look at. <laughs> but it actually does work. Right. <laughs> it yeah. is helpful. Oxaloacetate. Yeah. yeah. It was a really fascinating idea to think like oh, it's brain chemistry and not necessarily like just hormones and stuff. I was like, Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I know it actually, it really helped me. So as like a small family business and, mm-hmm. um, having the worst PMS ever, uh, in college, I started taking it and slowly, like I felt more normal (laughs) as like my brain was sort of like more regulated. Okay. Um, Yeah. So we'll see what happens with you. I'm excited to hear about more of your journey. Yeah. Yeah. I really am excited to see how it goes. Awesome. Yeah. And then I'm just curious, um, what is next for um, evidence-based mommy? So much. (laughs) (laughs) like I said here in just the next couple weeks and I can give you a link to the wait list if you want but I am launching a program actually to help parents um still a little up in the air about the name I've thought about from reactive to responsive I've thought about feelings tamers for moms um but basically an eight-week program to really help you kind of delve into like how to reprogram those tapes in your head that, you know, as, as soon as like you have an emotional outburst where you're like, why did you do that? Like, cause that's not helpful. So to help you be able instead to say like, I messed up this time, but I can do better next time. Mm-hmm. Um, and really form a community like with other moms who are in that same stage of life to kind of help with that. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Is that going to be my- like virtual or in person? it's going to be, it's going to be online. So oh, everything cool. online. Yeah. So I'm hoping, you know, people from all over the world. Um, cause I know there's already people all over the world, like at evidence-based mommy. So, mm-hmm. and then my other big thing is my annual breastfeeding beyond babyhood summit. So that's going to be in July. And the idea with that is basically there's, and there should be, but there's so much support out there for that first, those first few weeks of breastfeeding, you know, when you're first trying to figure out latch and is there a tongue tie and is my supply? Okay. And all that, which we need for sure. But then once you get to the point where your child is closer to like a year in age, people either assume like, Oh, well, aren't you supposed to wean by now? Which Mm -hmm. isn't the case. The world health organization recommends breastfeeding for at least two years. And then (gasps) as long 
as both mother and child want. Wow. Um, yeah. So the American Academy of Pediatrics says at least a year. World Health Organization says at least two years. Wow. So yeah. And um, the biological norm based on a lot of different like anthropological evidence is like six or seven years for breastfeeding. Wow. That's right. amazing. Right. And I mean, there's lots of other places in the world where that seems totally normal, but you know, here in the United States, we're like, that's weird because it's just, you know, the whole industry, we could get into a whole thing about all of that. And not oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah. It's a whole thing, but I won't <laughs> anyways. So the point is once you get to like that first year, people either assume like you're supposed to wean or they assume they're like, oh, you've got it all figured out by now. Like you're good to go. But there's actually a lot of things that can crop up. So for example, something called nursing aversion, which I would be curious, honestly, about jubilance, if it could help with that, because it's kind of a skin crawling, like, oh, don't touch me sort of feeling. Oh. And it, it's very huh. difficult and frustrating because you as a parent, like mentally, you know, breastfeeding is good for them and you want to want to, you know what I mean? Yeah. But you have this, like, just don't touch me, like very touched out thing. Huh. And that causes a lot of stress for moms. Um, I had to wean my youngest prematurely, you know, because of that or not oh. my youngest, my oldest. Wow. Um, so that's something. Or perhaps like people were concerned, you know, if I get pregnant, can I still breastfeed, which you totally can, you know, mm. could I breastfeed like a newborn at a, or a toddler, like both at the same time, which you can, um, but all these things that don't necessarily get talked about, or even like, really, I just want to wean this kid. And I don't know how, because we need to support people like at the end of their breastfeeding journey too. And a lot of times there's so much push to like, just keep breastfeeding them forever. Mm-hmm. that people don't know how to end that journey. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. So I want to be able to, you know, wherever, like moms, of mostly toddlers, maybe some preschoolers, um, wherever they are in that journey with breastfeeding, like to be able to support them. So that's what. Oh, cool. So that's what your yeah. summit is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really allowing that space for that. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Like I, I don't know anything about that. I do not have children yet, but Um, but it'll be really interesting to like, learn about that when I do. And certainly a lot of my friends are having them now. So, um, yeah, that's so interesting. I just, I had no idea that it wasn't supposed to be, or it's supposed to be over a year. I had no idea. Exactly. Yeah. There's still tons of benefits, like both, um, you know, immune system support. So your body produces, like if your child's sick, they pass, you know, some of the germs to you through mm-hmm. nursing and then wow. your body produces antibodies that get passed back to the baby. Fascinating. Um, yeah. And then it's so helpful, you know, like if your child is sick and, you know, maybe a sore throat and refuses to eat and all they'll do is nurse, like, you know, that they're getting nutrition and hydration and mm-hmm. all that. Um, wow. And even even they've done studies where, um, little boys who nurse longer, like later have better social and emotional development, like when they're older. So, huh. yeah, oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. I, I just know nothing about this, but fascinating. Yeah. It's, 
I could go forever, but I'll, I won't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And then something that I always ask on this podcast is what is your definition of womanhood? Oh gosh. <laughs> I wish I had time <laughs> to think about that before. Mm. Wow. What is womanhood? You know, I think, I think it's something that changes like second to second of a person's day. Like right. my definition is constantly shifting, but um, like at the present moment, what is it? I mean, I think that we need to have solidarity with each other and be able to, you know, help each other, lift each other up with all the different things that we're facing mm-hmm. now, you know, in the world. Um I think being able, like you said, to hold space for each other, kind of no matter where we are on our journey, being able to help each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's lovely. I mean, that's what you're doing with evidence-based mommy. You're creating this safe space for women to talk and have dialogue um, and to like learn more in like a, like a real way and know that this evidence is like, is real, um, which is so cool. I appreciate that. Yeah. And how can people find out more about evidence-based mommy and like, where should they go to, to see what you're up to? So of course you can just go straight to the website, evidencebasedmommy.com. Um, you could also find me on Instagram. So that's evidence underscore based mommy. And those are probably the best two places to find me. Oh my God. Amazing. Samantha. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. If you like the podcast, please review us on iTunes. It really does help. And if you want to take advantage of our special offer to help your PMS turn from stressful to nonchalant, use the promo code WEEKLYWOMAN with no space in between the two words at jubilance.com. Again, the promo code is WEEKLYWOMAN. Thanks for listening and see you next time.